Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, and whatever part of the day you're in. I sure do appreciate y'all joining me, giving me a little bit of your time, as always. I know there are other things that you could be doing, so thank you. For those of y'all that continue to share the podcast and tell others about it, thank you. I appreciate it very much, and I will, well, try and do a job that is good enough for y'all to continue to do that. Hopefully it gives you some tools for your toolbox. Helps the country just a little bit. On the homestead, we got just a little bit, a touch in the mornings of cooler weather before it went back to scorching heat. But we'll take it. So. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you and your son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the time to record this podcast. Thank you for the people that listen to it and share it. Be with them and their families. Bless them. Guide them. Be with us as a nation. Help us to do your will. Help us to turn away from our sins, both individually and as a nation. Help us to help those that have less than we do. Guide our schools as they open back up across the country. Help us to put you back in the center of that education of our children to teach them our history our heritage to teach them the truth help us to fix the problems that we have created in our nation and in education God our teachers our counselors our administrators and be with them Lord in the name of your son Jesus Christ we ask and pray Amen. So we are going to talk about uh, education since we're going back into it. And we're going to go through just a few quotes. We talk about education pretty frequently on this podcast uh, because it is such a huge huge part of this war for the soul of our country that's going on. Um, I say it often on the podcast, but if we're going to, whether we have a actual physical fight war or not, if we're going to take back our country and turn it back around, Culture and education are two theaters that we're going to have to win in. You're not going to be able 
or the results are going to be very temporary at best, whether there's a, a civil war or not, if we don't take back culture and education of our youth and, and make some real changes. You know, we got, we really got a little tap on the shoulder from God a few years ago with COVID because it really opened the eyes of quite a few people to the problems that we're having in public education, at least some of them, not all of them, folks. And it looked like for a little while, maybe we were going to make some pretty significant changes. And and we may be, you, you saw that this year alone so far, you've had six or seven states pass universal school choice, which is pretty remarkable, especially when you look at the numbers of, of kids that are enrolling in each of these states. And we'll go through maybe and we'll do a podcast on that and kind of look at some of those numbers. But we're still kind of, we're not kind of, we're still just dancing around the main issue. And that is that public education really doesn't matter whether it's public or private homeschool. If the majority, the vast, vast majority of our nation's children aren't educated in such a way that Christ that the Bible and God are at the center of that education. We're not really fixing the problems. Because all the problems that we have in education, and there's, there's a myriad, go back to those fundamental principles in the Bible and not teaching them. You know, and our founders talk about this constantly. Um, there's this idea that we've been pretending for the last 80 years, really, since the Supreme Court decision of separation of church and state, that our founders didn't want anything to do with God. They didn't want God anywhere near public education. But when you go back and you actually look at the words and the actions of the men who who founded the country, you, you see that this wasn't even remotely true. You see that education in America was consistently, purposefully centered around Christ and the principles they had. And because I got hit on this recently, does that mean that these men were perfect, that they set up perfect schools? Absolutely not. But we talked about that recently. The idea that you're going to, you know, if you're looking for a perfect school or a perfect politician, you're going to be disappointed every single time. The difference, the real difference that we see today, one of the great divides that we talk about in this country, we talk about on this podcast so often is, the difference between the people that acknowledge that imperfection, those sins, that acknowledge that there's a need for repentance, that, that we do actually sin and we need to turn back around from that. 
but strive to follow those perfect principles that Christ laid out, that God laid out in the Bible, versus people that pretend that there is no sin, that everybody's right from their own opinion, and that there's no need for repentance, and, and actually even condemn those who attempt to follow. That's the great irony. They they attack those people that try and follow those perfect standards while at the same time claiming that those standards aren't perfect to begin with, that they're, they're immoral and imperfect themselves, uh, but that, that they don't need any repentance for their sins because they're not sinning. You know, it's just, you go back so often to, we do here, John Adams quote, our constitution was made only for a moral and religious people, our form of government. If you don't have a moral people, if you don't have a Christian people, our country won't function and our education system won't either. So we're going to look at a few of these quotes, probably spend a couple days here. Uh, Benjamin Rush, signer of the Declaration, just one of our greatest founding fathers, saw a little clip, and I think I've read this somewhere too on Wall Builders recently, talking about John Adams saying that Benjamin Rush was our third, I think, most influential founding father in America. And that's, that's saying something coming from John Adams. Contemplating merely the political institutions of the United States, I lament that we waste so much time and money in punishing crimes and take so little pains to prevent them. We profess to be Republicans, and yet we neglect the only means of establishing and perpetuating our Republican forms of government. That is, the universal education of our youth and the principles of Christianity by means of the Bible. For this divine book, above all others, favors that equality among mankind, that respect for just laws, and all those sober and frugal virtues which constitute the soul of republicanism. And so, Benjamin Rush, who again, according to one of our other most influential founding fathers, was one of the most important founding fathers we had. And, and he was a huge proponent of public schools, folks, one of the early ones. Uh, a proponent of education of both men and women, uh, which doesn't go nearly along the lines of feminism that the modern-day feminists would hope that it did. And... I think, I cannot remember, help start a few colleges, a handful, maybe. I need to go look that up again, folks. But what is he saying here? He's saying that if we want our Republican, and this isn't the party, folks, just to make clear, this is the country, we're a republic. 
if we want to continue to have freedom and liberty in this Republican form of government that, that provides those, right, via the, the blessings of God, we have to universally educate our youth in those principles of Jesus Christ by looking at the Bible, by that being the central textbook, the primary textbook in our schools. At any rate, folks, you, there's a lot of people, sadly, American citizens out there that don't want this Republican form of government. They want socialism and communism. And, and what a lot of us just haven't quite made the connection with yet is the move toward socialism and communism is tied to the move away from God and families. And we've talked about John Dewey multiple times on this podcast, and we'll go back to him again this year at some point, because he really laid out what the left wanted for education in the 1920s in a book that he wrote. And and the main goals, the primary goals, were to separate children from God and the family. So how do you do that? Well, you you keep them in school longer and longer and longer, right? And and you use feminism to create the idea that women have to be out in the workplace and not in the home. So you got to have this, this dual income. And so the kids are raised by daycares and schools. And then you take God out of those daycares and schools. And so now you're having children raised away from their families, away from God. And by the state. And and even these really good administrators and counselors and teachers, folks, if you're not in education, find one that you trust, somebody that you know is a decent person, and talk to them. Because the idea that, that some people, especially on the conservative side, have that that these teachers and administrators and counselors ought to be, well, they ought to be able to just stand up to the system and teach God anyway. Okay, you could have a couple do that. And, and there's there's some arguments to be made there. Maybe if you had a couple do that and they got fired, which they would, maybe that would change some things. But even these good teachers and administrators and counselors, because we've got quite a few folks, I know quite a few, their hands are tied. We've made the system untenable, which is why you see school choice popping up so many places around the country. But it's not going to do us any good if we don't get back to having God at the center of our classroom. So we'll get into this again tomorrow. We're going to talk about a quote from Fisher Ames, who actually wrote or worded, gave the final wording for the First Amendment. So he maybe he'll know something about it. And then we're going to talk a little bit about Samuel Johnson, too. So God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless America. God bless your marriages. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.